Welcome back to another episode of the Knife Nuts podcast, and we don't have Jake here. Well, we'll probably have him eventually. This is our <laughs> 50th episode. Jake. I'll tell you what. I'll say the same thing six different ways to kind of bring us back to the feeling that he's here. That's right. It makes sense. <laughs> so uh, the reason why we wanted to get this done is because it's Black Friday week, right? You know, yeah. it's Thanksgiving week. And I do want to have an episode out for you guys for the holiday. I want to talk about uh, some of the deals that are happening. I want to talk about what's going on with Brian. Uh, we have the uh, the new Tempest model uh, out in circulation with some of the reviewers. There's the uh, the Evo Typhoons, the second run. They'll be they're en route to Brian right now. So everybody who got a K and P version will be getting that very shortly. And Brian has a Black Friday deal of his own that's coming up. Hopefully this gets out before Black Friday. So mm. people can actually hear it. This. It will be. Yeah. I I would say I have the time, but it won't be that bad. No right. one screw up and will and I won't have anything to edit. <laughs> there's also been a lot of there's been a pretty good amount of knife news that we want to talk about. And the first thing I want to mention is um the passing of Tony Bowes. Yeah. So, so that is a huge blow to the knife world. Um, uh, the man's career speaks for itself. Uh, but I know, uh, Dave, I know there's something you would like to say about Tony Bowes. Um, he was an incredible knife maker. I, I, was I supposed to have something prepared here? No, statement? I, I'm just putting you on the spot. <laughs> okay. And the um, ghost of Tony Bowes is judging you right now. Yes, I'm sorry, Tony Bowes. But no, seriously. Um, he, he's an amazing knife maker. You really can't. Uh, the, the one thing I did want to say about this is that I talked to uh, Tom Crying about this. I hope someone is taking down these guys' stories because uh, I feel like there's not a lot of documentation besides some photographs of these people's knives, but there's not a lot of documentation about their life and no. like, the stuff they did, and it's all going to go away when they die. So one someone thing, needs to like write a book or something. One not thing for that the I, younger guys, though. Like guys no. that they have this it's, social it's, media. It's, yeah, yeah, it's social media forever. It's I tell you though, it's weird looking back to people that have passed and seeing their social media. I don't know, it freaks me it, out. It, it is, is odd. I agree. Uh, but I will say this on, on uh, Tony Bowes, uh, his uh, cousins uh, seem to have a pretty good grasp on uh, you know how to handle his. Uh, they, they've been doing like merch for him and things like that. And I think that they'll uh, do a lot to honor, uh, you know. Oh yeah. And I bet any life. of the talented, you know, uh, traditional makers will be, you know, glad doing... to service one of his knives or something if it needs to be. Here's the other thing that I want to say about this. It's like to the tune of there not being a documented story for a lot of these people. Mm -hmm. Part of it adds to the legendary status oh, absolutely. of some of these folks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. If they're just like a mysterious guy in the shop. Exactly. It is cool. I agree. I, I, I mean, maybe as like a, a more nerdy side, I would love to know about this. Just especially because when you hear these ridiculous stories about like absolutely. Loveless and stuff. And, and, it, and, and, uh, and to add, to, they deserve it. They deserve the notoriety. Yeah. They deserve to have their story be told. But there is that, that uh, other piece of it that, I hope stays intact is that idea of holding uh, some some people like as a in a legendary status. You yeah, know? like Stan Wilson is just some guy that invents these crazy knives in somewhere. <laughs> Who knows anything about Stan Wilson? And the ghost of Brian Tai. Yeah, example. true. Uh, no, he's in Thailand taking weird pictures of statues and women. <laughs> Sometimes both with knives in the picture. I don't know what he's doing. I, do you think he took that picture? 
I hope not. It's very odd. I just, you know what? I, did the, did Canada put a moratorium on creating knives? I don't know why he isn't just making knives and taking pictures of those. I know he was a photographer at one point. If I That's Canada. Correctly. You know, the the land of, like, Devin Townsend <laughs> and Rush. So it's like, you kind of get it. It's like the, everybody's got to do something a little weird there. Yeah, a little Makes weird sense. and artsy. Yeah. Um, another passing, actually, the guy who founded Topps Knives, Mike That's Foley. right. That's right. Yeah. That That's another big one. Yeah. Topps has been around since 98. Wow. And, yeah. hey, they're one of the last ones that everything they make is made in the USA, as far as I know. They make a good product. It's a lot of it's a little out there for me. Yeah. I mean, it appeals to, like, the super outdoorsy crowd. The, and the tactical. It's kind of yeah. got a mix they, of both. They make such goofy stuff that it's kind of hard to hate it. I, I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah, so rest in peace to him, too. Wow, yes. bad week for... Bad, it's been a bad year. <laughs> True. It's just been a bad year. Yeah, bad week compounded by bad year. That's right. <laughs> Ooh, all right. Yes. Fun topics, though. Indeed. What do um, we have? Well, we got a lot, man. Yeah, I want to. I, I do want to talk a little bit. I'm, I have a hard time even bringing this up because I'm, I'm just so disgusted with this knife that I think I have to say something. And it's that new one from Sandrin Knives. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you do want to talk about this because it is as terrible as as you're making it out to be. I I normally like I, I err on the side of like eh, if it's bad I don't want to give it any airtime, but Sandrin Knives they they're capable of making a nice a, a nicely finished product. You know they have a cool gimmick. They have like the 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 tungsten carbide blades, but this is what happens. When a company is so far up their own ass that they think they can just do whatever the fuck they want, put a piece, put a piece. It looks like a knife that you get at the checkout counter at a hardware store. You know the ones they like, they all the little ones with the keychains on them. They throw in like the little plastic fish bowl. Yep. For a dollar twenty-five, that's what this fucking thing looks like. With its like injection molded looking plastic handle and its its raw finished blade that they talk about being like, oh look, it's an it's art, it's modern art. No, it's it's hot fucking garbage. It looks like it was dragged along the pavement. It was terrible. It's it's so bad. Why can't they grind them more? Like why does it have a I don't know quarter of an inch grind on it? Uh, the blade and we I you know you and I are big fans of, like, thin blade stock. Yeah. I think they might be taking it a little too far. Yeah. Because it looks like they just bought, like, oh, it's tongues and carbide. Well, they just bought some sheet metal. And here, you know. Yeah, it, it, it basically looks like laser-cut sheets with an edge on it. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so bad. It's not good. It's not going to be cheap, right? Either, that's the thing. <laughs> I guess the mailman's here, so Hector's going crazy. Well, Hector has the right idea here, because uh, both the mailman and the staff yeah. suck. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I... I feel bad, like, putting... But they're so... I mean, you can't let the knife... And Brian and I were talking about this, too. Like, it's either you let the knife speak for itself, or you have to give it a whole lot of bullshit just to, to get it out there. The knife looks like looks like trash. It looks terrible. It but looks the, very bad. The part that's even crazier to me is, okay, it's on bearings and using, like, a new lock. So this is where they decided to debut those things, is on this piece of, like, this abortion. Oh, uh, the action looked great. <laughs> I mean, I'll, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I it's, it's using some Snex-inspired lock. Like, I really thought this thing was going to be as cheaply made as possible. And it just looks cheaply made. That's the thing. It does. <laughs> it's it reminds actually cheap. And, like, I don't know how much it costs. Um, we probably can get that information. I will try and find out. It, uh... 
you know, a similar... $200. Okay, no. 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 That's really bad. You know, it's actually really funny, and I think also goes to show just how bad the knife is. You thought it was injection-molded plastic. It is G10. It just looks so bad, it looks like it's injection-molded. Doesn't it look like plastic? Yes, it looks like plastic in every photo, because of the way they machine the G10. I was saying to Levon before, you know... Some of their earlier knives that they did when they first came out with yeah. these, the, the finishing on them was real. On the blades was nice. Yeah, it was like you know, they were with the way mm-hmm. they were ground. Yeah, they were really nice. Um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with this one. You know, they never. Uh, they didn't. They never did anything for me to begin with. But at least they were. They looked like a decent product. Like if you wanted that knife, I would have no problem saying, "Yeah, go for it. It's kind of cool. It's different." But this is. But that being said, like I said earlier, also it's. None of their designs that they came up with, no. they, like you said, they have a good gimmick. They have a good, they have a good, you know, that tungsten carbide blade, theoretically, can be fantastic. They just have to come up with better shapes and designs. None of their stuff is attractive to look at. Yes, no. that's correct. I'm looking at them now, and none of them are good looking. Maybe the yeah. Delatore or something, but yeah, the one with the sheep's footy looking thing. That's Alonzo. But anyway, yeah. Oh, well, I don't know. designs are not easy because. It's the same problem I, are they, with these are they made in, OEMs. Are they made in Italy as well? Yes, they're made in Italy. Mm, well, there, there it is. You can't, a, buy, you can't buy good taste. No. You, you can have the most cannot. amazing machining and materials and stuff, and if you don't have good designs, it's just going to suck. I mean, it's the same thing with, yeah, a lot of Chinese companies. They can mm. make great. They can make them work well. They can't make them look good. But you know, what's, you know what really is going to upset me? I don't know. I, may, I Maybe even Nick, this is probably too bad for even Nick Shabazz to review, but... I know that uh, they get samples sent to Nick Shabazz and stuff like that, and Shabazz likes them because they're thin and like talks how great they are. But they're ugly ass knives. Yeah, and it's going to happen again. So don't let the reviewers tell you that this knife is good because it isn't. <laughs> Use your eyeballs. Use your eyeballs. Trust look your at the eyeballs. Bla- look at the the. They picked up the blade off the shop floor. And put it's, some plastic handles on it. It's 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 truly awful. I it, I thought it was a joke at first. I'm sure I'll hear. I'm sure I'll hear about this. I too. thought it was like some kid that was like I don't know 11 or something that is into knives and decided to start trying to make them, and that was his first homemade custom. It that's what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Toxic Blades. That kid when he was like in middle school trying to make knives, and at first mm-hmm. they were awful. That's basically but what they looked like. The blade finish would definitely be better than what's That's on true. that. Though. <laughs> so there's no way. And the reason why I'm going off on this is because you know that that company can do way better. They're just trying to pull the wool over everyone's eyes and make a buck. If they can do the the tungsten carbide machining and whatnot in the first place, how can they not make exactly. it look Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't they just coat it? Like, <laughs> yeah, seriously, just do something. Just throw it through the it fucking black. bead blaster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, why? Just something to make it look. There's so nothing artsy better. about a raw finish, especially when it looks. It it just looks like it was dragged behind a semi. This looks like like when after Mussolini died and they like dragged him behind a truck. I assume this is what Mussolini's corpse looked like. Yeah, you have, to, gr- you have to diamond grind it, or ED- I think you can EDM it. Yeah, so there's really not too many options, but both of those. Um, should give you pretty good finishes. Couldn't you just blast it? Like, fuck it, just cover it blast up. Blast it or it's fucking harder coat it. it. Unless you'd blast it with diamonds. Oh, I'm sh- I guess you could buy diamond dust. <laughs> okay. Paint it. Spray I don't know. Paint do will something go on to it. it. What did they do to him before? Yeah, well, why are they so well finished I, I, on the other ones? They must have just grind the shit out of him. Couldn't they just DLC it? I mean, it's 200 bucks. 
it's yeah, not like it's cheap knife. That. DLC is micron. DLC is very it's, expensive. No matter yeah, what you, too. no matter what underneath looks like, it's gonna look just like that, just darker. All right, you know? shitty Cerakote in like a real thick layer. Basically, it's just like don't tell very us. Thick. Just, just say, hey, look, the blade finish on these looks like ass, but it's bec- that's why we're trying to keep the price down. Don't say it's because you want it to look like it, it's modern art. This is like the reverse of... Actually, you know what? This is to some extent exactly what Rockstead tries to sell you, but Rocksteads are actually finished well, so when yeah, they bullshit about how they it's look modern good. art, it I performs agree. amazingly. Like, at Ag- least it looks nice. Agreed. Bad Agreed. designs and that's, as well. And it's, and it's also my... That's my biggest complaint with Rockstead, too, is just the level of bullshit is very high. It's, it's, it's through the roof. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Man, I hate this thing. It's so bad. We've. I, I'm so glad that's made in Italy, though, because now we don't have to be hypocrites. Because there hasn't been an Italian knife we've liked in incredibly long time. No. no. <laughs> just, just like Lion Steel debuting that knife that is literally just the last knife, just <laughs> yeah. over again. Yeah. The, I, the rock is now the Mito or whatever. Uh, does that mean rock in like Italian or something? <laughs> it means hot trash. Uh, I, I just can't. I don't know. They have one guy designing all their knives, the Maletta guy. Maybe they should try getting someone else. Here's the thing. Uh, Here's a crazy idea. You've been making the same knife for ten years. Well, now Maybe you can have. Else. There's a match made in, in hell now. All like you can get now Zeba designs made in Italy. Oh God. Yeah, the MKM stuff. The flame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, th- th- throw that in the flames of Mordor. <laughs> Buy it, you will get burned. That is 100 <laughs> the truth. God damn it. Did any good knives come out? I mean, I, oh, got yeah. a, I got a few. Yeah, we got a lot of good knives, man. Yeah. Uh, well, we can talk about Liang Ma. Yeah. Well. Um, I also have a, a weird story that I want to get to about a certain mystical puppy dog knife. That, without Jake, that feels inappropriate, considering he was there to witness it in person and backed you up. But it it is finally come time. That is it, a it good has, thing for the 50th it, episode. But that just arrived. Like, I didn't have any... Like, there was... It's just... The story... The person who sent it is definitely listening to the story because they yes. are they are in deep on the Knife Nuts lore. And they're loving every second of this. Um, like, I just I don't know who it is. I cannot afford this joke. It's a no, $190 it's, it's, knife. Yeah, this is an expensive little dog knife. <laughs> oh, my God. It's $190. <laughs> yes. I didn't even realize that. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I, I was... It's very generous, and I'm very appreciative, and it will never leave my collection. Hold on, I, I need to add the bomb sound effect to the soundboard so that we I don't can then play it. I mean, okay. you got the... Is there not a more appropriate time for it? You got the pochi. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is very surreal to be holding it, because I remember adamantly trying to defend this thing's... Well, not defend, but just... Prove its existence? Prove its existence! You are basically Mulder. Yes, yes, I was. Yeah, that would make you Gillian Anderson. Yeah, as, as long as you're not. Well, unless you're talking about Gillian Anderson in The Crown doing her Margaret Thatcher impression. Oh yikes! That's a it's, boner killer. It doesn't even it, look it, like her there. I, it, dude, it's it's it doesn't look like her, and she's got like one one face where she turns her head to the side and talks like this, and it's really really. I didn't off-putting. know we all watched. The I'd Crown, still do apparently. her, but. Yeah, she's gorgeous. That's the thing. She's a gorgeous woman, too. I, uh, yeah, well, no, I'm fine with being Scully, the skeptic here. Yeah, that's you. You're Scully. I'm definitely fucking Mulder. <laughs> Brian's a smoking guy. <laughs> smoking man. Yes. Yeah. 
And uh, Jake is the alien that they find in the movie. The corpse. The talk laying That doesn't talk at all in this case because he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am... Well, how is it... In, is it... Is it not terrible? It's the best way I can ask that. What are we talking about? The Poji. Oh, yeah, I forgot. We we got on Gillian Anderson and completely, yeah. no, she's completely went off there. Um, so a couple people have asked me already. Uh, my, I don't know if the person, the anonymous person, uh, I remember reading a note that said, let me t- did I take a picture of the note? Let me hold on one second. <laughs> How would you compare the ergos on holding that to holding Hector? Because it is vaguely Hector shaped. It is. It is surprise. It's even more Hector shaped than I thought it would be. All right. Yeah. So inside the box. So first off, I I I got to my door and the box is sitting there and facing me is a picture, a Photoshop picture of 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 I suppose Steven Seagal, our 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 very obscure mascot. So, but the way they rendered Steven Seagal was with a seagull body and, and Steven Seagal's, Seagal's head. Okay, so there's that. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I look at the other side and the box says it's from... Hold on. Maybe this will make some sense to somebody. Oh, fuck. Do I not have a picture of the box? I know I do. I know you do because I've seen it. Yeah. This is important. This is very important. Okay, yeah. So the box says it's from Willie and Toby. So I know a couple Tobys. And I, I, the Willie thing, I mean, like, it could be... It sounds like it's two pets, right? And then the address is 2421 Business Loop 95, Cottonwood, Idaho. So I that my first thing to do was look up that address, right? Yep. So when you look up the address... It takes you to a this apparently this is a famous like tourist attraction uh, where it's owned by uh, a couple an older couple and they they're chainsaw artists they make stuff out of with chainsaws okay and and the thing that they they made was an entire hotel shaped like a shaped like a beagle <laughs> and it's not it's not a hotel for for beagles. It's a hotel for human beings that's shaped like a like a giant beagle. Wow, this is there's layers to this. That's what I'm saying. This is the craziest thing that's ever happened. And the person th- they did it. I know they did it just because this is what was going to happen. <laughs> it, their th- th- their plan is coming to fruition completely here. So I'm like, there's no way that these chainsaw people sent are are avid fans of the podcast and just. Happened to want to send me a $200 puppy dog knife. This is getting very X-Files. Like, really. Dude, I'm telling you. Mulder, you're Scully, and we got the smoking man. <laughs> okay. So, I as, I as I was going through the box, there's a bag of treats for Hector. Which Hector was very, very, very excited about. Um, and the note fell out of the box afterward. It says, it said this. Carried it for a day and worked the detent a bit. Try, try, and then it says, "Try not to dog the knife and be too rough on it. Enjoy the treats." So that's what we're faced with here. There is no other clues. I, I have a, a friend uh, of mine, Miranda. She's Caperoni Pizza on on Instagram, 
uh, follow her. She's got great photographs, really great pictures. Um, she had asked me, hey, you, do you guys have a P.O. box? And I'm like, no, I probably should get a P.O. box, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I keep because I keep putting my my personal address on everything. Um, and she was like, "Look, I'm 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 not the person that's doing this. This was this was this was a couple weeks ago. I had completely forgot about it. She had asked if I could she could have my address, and I'm like, sure, whatever, because I do know her. She's cool, so I didn't mind giving her my address. And then fast forward to today when I when to what was it yesterday the day before when i see that package so i have no idea i've tried grilling her i thought it was nick shabazz because he's the only per- other person i know with uh pochi and he would do something like that with the you know what i mean and the motive yeah but it, but it's yes but it's it's almost too much even for him <laughs> that's true this you is, know the the rabbit hole goes deep mm, the pochi hole <laughs> yeah so Anyway, the pochi exists. It's it's in my possession. It's a very tiny knife. It does stand up. You can have it stand up. It does have a tail that's articulated. Um, you can. It is. I didn't even realize it was a flipper. To be honest with you, like it never really registered to me. Like, like okay, I'm gonna sit here and flip this thing open. <laughs> but you can do it. <laughs> it's a very tiny knife. It's probably like an inch and a half. The, like, the blade wide. is an inch yeah. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nothing. I love this comment. This is an almost exact reissue of the poachy used by the Navy SEALs. If you see, I, I pinned that comment because of how good it was. <laughs> it's the best comment I've heard. That is, that's good. Yes. Oh, man, I can't believe you really have that thing. So if you guys have any information on who sent me this poachy, I would like to reward these people somehow. This is, a, this so. is the homework of the Knife Nuts podcast. Exactly. If you If you have any information, I would really... Greatly appreciate it. Because Another little detail that I love is that it's S forty five VM. I know. I saw that too. I was like, I didn't. Even, why is this S forty five? It could have been nine CR or something. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what the blade steel is, and then it's S forty five. It's 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 very well made. Like for for what it is, like I, it doesn't make any sense. Like how did they come to the? This is a great business proposition for for a Spider Co. We're gonna make this. Apparently they've sold out every time, but I feel like every new Spider Co sells out at least once. So. The lock side is so hideous because it's just like the blue shit, the gigantic pivot collar, yes. and then the clip—it's just and the clip a with mess. the paw print through it. Oh my god, I can't believe this thing is real. I think someone needs to pimp my pochi. What were the tooling costs on this thing? They had to uh, tool huge. up for this, yeah, huge. It's a whole new knife. Yes, it's not like there's reuse. No. <laughs> There's no way they are, they're amortizing the cost of this thing over the entire run of pochies. Uh, I feel like they've amortized it through the paramilitary too. That's true. They don't, they don't, they can, the paramilitary too funds things like this. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I can't believe you got the fucking pochie. And I, and I was like, because uh, I really wanted one and I was waiting for one to come in stock with St. Nick's Knives and they, Saint Nick, Saint Nick hit me up today. It's like, oh, I see you got a pochi, huh? And I was like, believe me, I didn't buy it from anywhere else. It just sort of showed up. Ugh. But I, I am very grateful. It, it's a, it's a really kind gesture, and uh, you know, Hector loves the treats too. So, thank you very much. Made my week for that sure. That is amazing. Thank you to whoever that did that. Uh, as far as other knives goes, uh, what do you? Th- should we talk about Brian's Tempest or should we talk about the Liang Ma uh, 
EDC. Oh, well, we got natural. Duty. We got a natural uh, transition here with generous gifts. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. Thank you for this Leon Mafia Duty EDC. No problem. I I very much appreciate it. It was one that I was I was on the fence about actually buying one, and uh, getting it for free helped. I'll tell you I, that much. I, I feel like it seemed like a good Dave knife. I like it. I think I would have maybe, if I was somehow a knife designer, I think I would have made it have a little more cutting edge and a little less choil. I, I would agree with that, and, and I've talked to Leong Ma about it. Um, I think he wanted to try a, to differentiate a little bit from the original, and yeah. then he said he may revisit it again later and pull the blade back a little, too. Well, I, But in use, that choil is very usable. Yeah, like you no, can, you can you can have a small knife and you can make it feel like a big knife by taking out a big chunk of the blade, and mm-hmm. that's what it did. I mean, it's it's a tiny, it, not tiny, but it's a four inch handle, which is generally kind of small, and it fits probably people with big hands perfectly because of it. Like it doesn't ergon- it doesn't look disproportionate. Though. No, the ergos are sound, and the blade to handle ratio is actually really really good. Yeah. It's just the cutting edge on the blade is is smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's actually proportionally quite nice. So I I like it. I think it's well made. I like that it was on. I didn't know it was gonna be on washers. Is it on washers? I didn't even know. Yeah, that. it's on washers. I th- hmm. it feels like it certainly. I, I think it's it I think it's on bearings, but you know, mm, maybe we'll find out eventually. I'm not I sure. I like that he changed the clip. In yes. the old in the old promo photos, it was yes, uh, it was bad. Point. I actually handled that the old clip. Yeah, and it's comically bad. So <laughs> I'm glad he went with this. I am, uh, and the pivot change is nice too. Like not using the old pivot, going to a nice clean. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's nice. I, I like it. I like the monoblock con- construction. I can't believe that the the titanium is also milled out. Like I'm very yes. surprised by that because it's not like it's a heavy knife to begin with. Yeah, it's it's nice and lightweight. I think I I've been carrying mine a lot and I've really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, the the cuff, the big cuff in this same construction style. That'll yes. be nice if that comes mm-hmm. out before 2020 ends. Uh, th- there were a little, there were more changes he was making to that. So okay. I think that one got. That one is coming up soon. I think that's first quarter yeah, of that sounds uh, about right. of twenty twenty one. There's a couple that are coming out then. I think the the eighteen uh, oh, nice. is in that too, which is a really sick knife. Yeah, Leon got some pretty big uh, delays on some of his knives this year. It looks like, but that's yes. not really a surprise <laughs> given so everything. I, yeah, exactly. And I was lucky enough to spend some time with him down in Florida um, and going through a lot of those prototypes. Uh, super super nice so is he going to do a small 2021 run like is is are is there even going to be anything new for 2021 or is it just going to be these ones pushed he back? definitely he has new designs but i think i i think that uh, i think the under promise and over deliver model is a better thing for most knife makers right now yes because trying especially with everything going on there's no way you can say here's my catalog of knives i guarantee you all this stuff will be coming out this year it just can't no you can't do it we got lucky so, with the kmp stuff with the, yeah. the, the the evo typhoons i'm yep. surprised i'm glad the kmp versions are right there in the box with them Hope, yeah. fingers crossed <laughs> yeah i mean uh, riot has has stayed pretty you know it's just you know, when you have multiple designs being produced, there has to be, they have to put holes in there so that they can get other projects done. So. Yeah, and the materials are all imported, presumably. Mm-hmm. So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, Leon does all he he imports he he sends all of his materials there. Yeah, like this is an L Max, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I've never so, bought a Chinese knife in L Max before. 
Well, there's a couple uh, who have used LMAX now. The another amazing fucking knife that came out is the ones the the new run from a Wingman EDC. So I gotta send you those to check out too. But uh, the the MTNT I think it's called. Uh, they do a Mach one and a Mach three. Yep. Where the Mach one, I can't remember if the the smaller number is the higher end or the larger number is the higher end. Help I think we talked about here. this last time. I think Mach one is the is the uh, the the cheaper one. Yeah, that thing is sick. Like, it's very really, nice. Really, and it's one hundred and eighty five dollars. You cannot go wrong. Yeah. On that knife. That oh yeah, that's Elmax too. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't notice that when we were talking about them last time. Mm-hmm. It's another Riot made product too. Yeah. And they're keeping up, which is good. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't seem like they're getting wildly far behind or something. No. Mm-mm. Good. Yeah, but I th- I feel like we can dedicate the rest of this episode to Brian Nadeau and have him <laughs> just talk about the glory that is the Tempest. <laughs> um, you guys know more than me. You handled it more than me. Shit. I had it for a day or two days and sent it out. <laughs> uh, you know, like... When, when I first took it out of the box, I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is a giant fucking knife. Uh, but then you put it next to... It's it's no longer than the original Typhoon. Yeah. Um, it's just the broader blade really does add M- a lot of visual... Big, yeah. yeah uh, visual presence, I would say. Um, it's funny seeing something from you without a flipper tab. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. Um... I think this knife would look really good with with a with a traditional flipper. I assume those are still in the cards. They're hanging on my wall right now. Just getting to them. Yeah, get that pocket pecker in there. Yeah, but uh, as hey. far as front flippers go, the detent works great. Uh, yeah, it's fun to carry. Uh, I don't I don't have any problems with it whatsoever. I think it's going to be a winner. I got to. I got to, okay. So for the story, for I think I only post it as an Instagram story, but Levon sent that to me along with a chicane, um, which is my first time actually handling either knife. But the box was like basically ripped in half, and it looked, amazingly it looked like didn't get your stolen. bomb sound effect went <laughs> off inside of it. Amazingly, it did not get stolen. The Tempest or the chicane or the the Liang Ma. Uh, yeah. It's really awesome. I'm I'm shocked by how good the D10 is for a first try at a at a front flipper. Yeah, they're going together pretty well. Um, the only, th- well, not the only thing, but one of the things that I'm changing, the first four that I made, I didn't put any, you know, pockets lightning. on the inside of the yeah. frame. I was, so they're a that was heavy. my only thing I was going to bring I'll, up. I'll, um, I'm going to start lightening them up now. Yeah, that'll that'll push the balance, because the balance is a little far back on the knife, but otherwise. Actually, the one thing, so that, that was the one thing I was going to suggest you do, so that's cool, that's been taken care of. The one thing I was most amazed by, and this is kind of trivial, is that the pocket, the pocket clip works so well, because... Mm-hmm. The, I think Kershaw did that version of the, the yeah. Sinkovich cannabis with the inset pocket clip, and yeah, it worked just terribly. Work. Yeah. yeah, and this didn't work terribly. It worked well. <laughs> I've, I've handled the, 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 an actual Sinkovich cannabis, yeah. and it didn't work that well. So I haven't know. seen a knife that's done it well. I think like the slight duck billing of the clip at the end helps or something it yes. just works it works and i was shocked i really thought it was going to be like the other ones and and the the intent of it works like the idea of of cleaning up the ergos and and having it really you know having that pocket clip not fucking dig into your hand it really does work yeah like it said it does what it was set out to do i'm curious I, what i'm excited about is seeing the other blade shapes he's got going yes. on for this thing um, I like that that huge swedged uh, drop point. 
Um, but you've done the Bowie, right? I, I think that looks really cool. I don't know. So, uh, a harpoon one might look freaking sick too. A Warncliffe, because I don't think there's ever been a Warncliffe. That would be tough, I think. With it this, wouldn't cause... fit. It wouldn't fit like the rounded lines, but someone right. would like. Someone would want it anyway. <laughs> People don't have good. Because... I, I don't have good taste. Because Sorry, the Warncliffe, the way the shape is, you know, the, you have a choice of either making the handle really long to get that tip. If you want to, if you want to, by saying that, I mean, if you want to have that blade mostly fit in the handle, yeah, no, you have to either happen. have the handle a lot longer, or um, you have to have like no backspacer, have all the backspacer towards the spine, you yeah. know. So, which makes it thicker one way. It doesn't really. They never really work with my design language so i've been trying to stay away from them um i tried to lay a few out and always the the ratio was so off for me that i can't get past it yeah makes uh, sense, makes sense. I, at least you're not just bowing to the whims of other people and you're actually sticking to your design senses and not doing it he bows a little bit and no there well, we got been... him we got him to do a front flipper that's true <laughs> Why not? It's well done. No, I agree. I, I like agree. it. I did not have the uh, the no detent front flipper system that no. some front flippers have. Yeah, <laughs> it just like flops in and out. I, I, it also gets the knife the award for the most jimping on any knife ever. It, it's it's That's got a I'm long run for. of jimping. It, it has a lot of jimping. It works well. I mean, do I, you, you really do need you it. think? Yeah, do you think? Because he was talking about doing having the jimping stop before it got to the flipper. No, I think it should definitely stay on. The I I top think flipper. so too. I feel like that's where it needs to go. I, th- I think you could t- terminate it closer to the tip. Or I mean, that's what less I close think. to the tip. Like it doesn't need to go as far out, but it should definitely stay on the flipper. I think. I think so too. I but because I I just keep thinking of my thumb like just falling off of that and just just it being a very painful experience if it didn't have the jimping. Yeah, I think the jimping's well, but good. The, but the jimping also can get to you when it's, you That's know, if you true. sit there and flip it a th- open a thousand times, which most of you guys do, um, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, it can get to you too. I know from just sitting in here, you know, if I sit and flipped it all day, uh, by the end of the night, I was like, God damn, I can't flip this thing open anymore, you know? Mm. My thumb it's, hurts so bad. I think but it's also- a front flipper problem less so than the jimping problem. Like, front flippers inherently are just not as comfortable. Unless someone well, wants to argue with me about that. No, it's it's. there's no arguing. Okay. One of the issues I have is I have to have that detent pretty strong mm-hmm. to hold that big blade in. You know, that's a massive blade to be trying to help, you know, to be held in over that distance. So it's, it's, uh, I got to have that kind of heavy. Yeah, well, you're not you know, going to so hear any complaints it, it, from so, me. So it takes a little bit of figuring out where to put your thumb and how to hold it, you know. At least for me, it did. I, I would prefer heard. it stays that way, then you weaken the detent, because then you'd start getting exactly what I was describing with the front flippers with no detent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good. I like it. I liked the chicane, unsurprisingly, I also really like. It was also my first I, time holding a knife with Damasteel, if you can believe that. Wait, like, what? Holding it for an extended period of time. I mean, like, not at a show. Like, being yeah. able to really And like that one's a, it. that's got a particularly well-finished Damasteel. Yes. It. It's very interesting. It, that will spoil you for all Damasteel. I... I don't think Damasteel is my thing, but I really like it. Yeah. It's very impressive to non-knife people. You show them that, and they're like, is this Beskar? Well, technically, that's what Beskar was uh, designed after, right? Right, yeah. I I just started watching The Mandalorian. I was like, that's that's just pattern-welded steel. They're going to make everyone want pattern-welded shit now, or Damascus. That's true. (laughs) And and, uh, 
So if you just started watching The Mandalorian, um, Carl Weathers' character, okay, in the first season, he has like a cape, or I can't remember what it is, but it's held, the, the little fastener on there is a Surge Knives coin claw. Oh, I remember that like getting posted before I was I, like cognizant of the show, and I didn't notice it while watching. I the sent show. I sent him I sent him uh, a DM saying, "So uh, when those royalty checks coming in from Disney, yo?" But uh, I don't think they did. It turns out it doesn't work that way. No. Otherwise, Bussy would be a billionaire from all the uh, yeah light brigade things from Walking Dead. But back on topic, Tempest I mean, very I'm, good. Yeah, Tempest very good. Red Dragon. Yes. Um, so when's the production version coming? That's, Not, uh, what the hell probably, I would say I'll probably do something early next year as long as things keep going well. Well, you heard, heard it here first. That's a, that's assuming that people like them. You know, I made on, four of them. Died, the so first one's been... What's that? Apparently Levon's headphones died. So I guess we should pause right, well, I'll for keep going. <laughs> yeah, that's also fair. Yeah, just keep going. He's heard all those already. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? I don't remember. What as was. long as people like them, you've made four so oh, far. Oh, yeah, right. As long as people like them. But the thing is, you know, I've made four of them so far. You guys are passing one around, and that's, you know how that is slow going. It's in the mail more than it's at people's hands. Yeah. So nobody really heard anything about it from there. Um, the second one I saw, which which was my favorite, is Still Lost in the Mail. Uh, which brings um, us to the next thing, right? Right. Soon. One is going to Singapore, and the last one, one of the guys got it, and he uh, he seems to like it. He's just got getting used to the it's his first front flipper. So we go, you're going all the way in flipper. with the uh, proprietary pivot or the the non Torx keyed pivot. I'll call it. Um, just to try to, to you know deter people from taking them apart. I got another knife in the other day that was somebody was it was perfect. They took it apart to clean it out, and when they take it apart, people don't get. So I put that center boss in. You know, I use a bigger heart. You know, I use the bigger quarter-inch bore hardened washers, but with the three-sixteenth pivot. So you have a little bit of a boss that sticks up, and when you push the frames together, you know, I make that pretty tight fit. When you push them together, if you don't, I use a, a spreader to pull them back apart when I have to take them apart. Wow. Guys don't do that. They unscrew one side of the pivot, then they, you know, they pry it apart, and then you stretch out that center boss, and now your washer doesn't come out because I made it within a, within a half a thousand tolerance, and now you spread that a thousandth of an inch, and it's stuck. You know, and the bearing center rubs, and then it sits off center, and the, he bent the pivot at the same time. You know, so it's that kind of stuff that I'm just trying to deter. There's no fucking reason to take them apart. It's, it's not like a slap together Kershaw is like what people need to realize. I, it's like, I, oh, I take my knives apart all the time. It's like they don't have tolerances like that. I also, I love how you just gave a detailed, like, technical explanation, and the toaster mechanics didn't hear any of it. They're just gonna, no. they're just gonna keep doing it. No idea. I must take it apart. I'm a mechanic. I can fix. I, my my brother has a wicked set of tools. <laughs> it's really, I, so, I don't get it. That being said, on the Tempest, even though I'm keeping tolerances tight. I loosen some things up so you won't have that as much of a problem as that. Like on the, some of the knives in the past, I made the the stop pin. 
a press really tight press fit on one side and then a lighter press fit on the other side well that from going in and out if you take it apart a few times you can it can start to get a little you know a little tight if you don't push it together perfect right. and i with one pin in one side of the frame so in so deep and so rigid i i could probably put a quarter inch hole on the other side and you would never know you know the stop pin's still going to work so I've been loose. I mean, obviously, I didn't do that. I didn't get crazy. I'm talking, you know, tenths of a thousand difference. But, you know, so I'm loosening things up and trying to get them to go together easier so where I don't even have to, you know, when I put them together and I got to take them apart, I don't have to use the spreader. They kind of pop pop apart, you know. Jaws of life, them shits apart. That's wild. Well, originally, I said, you know, I you guys don't have to take them apart. Let me make them tight and... Like I've said a million fucking times, blow them out with air, wash them in the sink, blow them out with air, put a drop of lube on it if you want, and call it a day. But for some reason, they have to take them apart. People love it. I, I don't know. I have one knife with a proprietary pivot, and I uh, it has never once bothered me. So I've know. had guys make tools and bitch them up, bitch the pivots up, you know. <laughs> They get it for the. They have the knife for the first day, and they have to make a tool, bitch the pivot up to take it apart. And then call me up. To, can you? Can I have? Can I buy another pivot? Send me a set of screws while you're at it. Here's the thing, too. Like, there's there's no one to blame, but yourself. If that's something that happens to you, you don't blame the the uh, the maker. It's you. You did it. Yeah, but like I've said a million times, it doesn't matter. I can't have a knife that's fucked up. Because then it gets sold from one person to the next person to the next person. Five people I, get it. I know Five you, people I know go, you your take, knife you sucks. Ta- I know. You take <laughs> care of it. That's not. That's probably not going to change, honestly. But at the same time, we want to deter it as much as possible. Exactly. That's why I'm going with that pivot or you know, that style of mm-hmm. pivot. I was like back in the day when people would have custom knives pimped and then they'd just get passed around and you see them constantly sold. And they're just fucking terrible. Destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Bad times. Yeah, you don't want you don't want now six people just handled a knife maybe for the first time and those six people go oh Brian's knives suck. Wasn't it one of the people in our group chat that that bought a custom knife by some maker who I probably wouldn't buy a custom knife from anyway? Uh, they got the knife the second hand with no washers in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's just bad. Can you imagine? The, the, there's that one Hogue knife that has integrated washers. But I've never heard of a knife without any kind of washers before. You mean no? You're talking about the Harding washers, or the, you mean there was no bear, like the bearings? Nothing. No, nothing. The, but I, from what I understand, or or the knife was made, you know, you know, one of these things where they have to like stack washers in order to make up for their shitty tolerances. Oh, speaking of, oh. so because so what could happen is instead of you know you go and oh I need a I need a quarter inch pivot. You can go buy a quarter-inch pivot, but not get the, you know, the seventy-eight thousand balls instead of the sixty-two. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It doesn't fit right, so I, I, let me take the washers out. Wow, you really are doing your best, Jake impression this time. <laughs> that wasn't that bad. Come on. <laughs> no, it did end. He, he threw a couple thousandths around. Yes. Let me say. It, let me. Jake. Let me say it another way. I don't think you quite understood <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Draw it out. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't even do that. Um. <laughs> Was that uh, but, you doing, doing a Jake? It um, was. Yeah, like but uh, the stacked washers thing, getting off Brian's knives for a second, um, I should talk about the Ray Laconico Old Guard because those seem to be pretty popular right now, the Monterey Bay knives. 
I wanted to like that knife so much, and I was so excited for it. And I feel like it was the one knife that I've owned that looked so much more, so much different in pictures versus what it looked like in real life, which was massively disappointing when I got it. I uh, see, but but I think that speaks to your personal taste. I don't think. That oh really, yeah, it's not. A I don't bad think it's knife. a bad knife. No, 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 no. It's yeah. not a bad knife, but it is definitely in like the Kaiser realm of quality. It had some very thick phosphor bronze washers, which I think were probably to account for the something about the pivot. Hmm. It it didn't. It felt exactly like a two hundred dollar knife should probably feel. It was not like, uh, you know, a revelation well, you should or def- something. You should definitely. Uh, get that information over to Sanford because uh, I know he's a pretty uh, a stickler for quality. So it's not should... no, it's not like here's the thing. Like I, it's not a bad knife. It's it's not badly made or anything. It just doesn't feel like a Riot or the like other tier of Chinese made knives. It's it's it's, it's this is not really a, a a harsh criticism or anything. Like it's not trying to. I'm not trying to criticize it that much. I'm just saying it did. It was. I well, had you're doing a bad job. Yeah, yeah, maybe I am. I had high expectations, and so maybe it's my own fault. I'd only handled their, uh, was that McGinnis collab that you had at one point? That's the only thing I'd handled from them, so I didn't really have a good frame of reference. So I went in assuming we slash Riot slash Best Tech quality, and I, I should have recalibrated my expectations there. Hmm. So I sold it the second I got it. I just visually did not work for me. The blade to handle ratio thing. Yeah, I don't know. The, yeah, it just I just got it, and I was just like, this looks like a spear. Like a little blade with a log handle. And I, I don't know what it is about the, the proportions in the pictures. They just they look more uh, equal. Because I have uh, the prototype of, of another model that they have coming out, and it's got a lot of blade. Yeah, the uh, Rosalinda or whatever. The Rosalinda. I'll, I'll give it a shot. I, I'm not disappointed with the company or anything. I just... I don't know. I, I have a couple knives from them because I have that the integral that they did. I really like that. The bigger one or the smaller one? The bigger one. The bigger one. How is that? Because now I'm curious about that thing. It's cool. Uh, I'll send that to you. And uh, and I have the McGinnis one, which is excellent. Yeah. No, I, I played with those a little bit at, at uh, New York last year, but I, I just like I like Ray Laconico's designs. Uh, it's the exact kind of boring I like. And uh, so I had very high expectations. I was disappointed. Let me ask you this, because the way you were saying you, you sold it right away. Do any knife companies or knife makers that you guys buy from, do they allow you to just, Return. you know, you get, the, you get the knife, you say, fuck, this thing, I don't, I'm, it's not for me. And do you send them back? Can you send them back? Or, I know, pe- it seems like I know everybody people just that do. Them. Someone know- DM'd me and said they returned theirs. So I could have probably. I think returning a knife is kind of a douche move, but you yeah, know. I don't like doing it. I'd rather just I sell don't. It. I don't. Uh, yeah, but I my know. hands had been on it. I opened there, it. I cut yeah, something. It, well, that's that goes with saying you know if I send you a knife that you just paid a thousand dollars for and you that's get a it different. Handy, it's a different story. You go. You know, this is shit, or it's just not your thing, or it's too big or too small. You know. You tell me right away, then you send it back. I refund you. No big deal. I, it just doesn't make sense for you to tr- have to try to sell it now, and that, it's, that's kind of silly. I mean, in my opinion, I would, st- I would prefer not that I would prefer, but I maybe returning it is not a douche move. I don't know. I just, uh, I just not something I would do. I probably wouldn't even sell the knife. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you're I like just, me. Yeah, I, I just, I just keep my I shit. Just keep whether it. I want it or that's not. what I've been doing. That's either. the difference. I, it's like it takes a long time for me to sell. Or if I find someone who genuinely wants it down yeah. the road, then I'll maybe I'll sell. I, but just I, sold... I would never buy a knife 
I wouldn't do what Dave did either. I wouldn't buy a knife and immediately put it up for sale because I think that's t- it looks bad. I, I didn't like it. I mean, yeah, yeah, maybe I could have sat in it, but it was they're sold out, and I figured someone would want them right now. I sold it right. at cost. I didn't make any money on it. Right? No, I no, I'm with you. I'm just giving you shit. No, I, I wouldn't ref- I wouldn't return it though. I've never I've never returned a knife. Um, aside from that Daryl Ralph incident way back, but I've never returned a knife. Uh, I'd rather deal with it on my own and not like if it's my I, mistake I ret- or something. I returned one knife, and it was to Blade HQ, so I didn't feel too bad. Oh, okay, yeah. It's the Amazon of knives. Not right. really, though. But they, they have no problem re- making it. Not, not even a little bit. Not even a little yeah, bit. Good. They, yeah, not even a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's not my. I mean, it's not their fault that I didn't like the blade-to-handle ratio when I saw it in person. So, like, that doesn't feel like a return to me. Yeah, that's what, that's what my opinion is, though. You know, somebody, you're buying something that you saw in a picture or, you know, you might never have handled. Yeah. And they're not cheap, you know, so I, I get it. Yeah. All right. All right. That was now, I, piece I, I will recede my... Um, I think there's an argument yeah. to be made on your part. Listen, don't be sending all your shit now. It's too late. <laughs> For future nuts. Um, the opposite of that is something I was extremely surprised I liked is this uh, Chavs Knives Libera- Liberation 229. Yes. I've heard, I, I've heard some people, uh, other reviewers have take issue with that knife. It looks cool. I I will say that when I first got it, I had a very harsh reaction because I thought it had some of the worst hot spots of a knife of this cost that I'd ever felt. They've kind of like broke the the ones on the carbon fiber side have maybe worn away a tiny bit, or maybe I've just gotten more used to them. But it is less overbuilt, like obnoxiously overbuilt than I expected. It's a more usable knife. That's good. Um, I almost bought one from uh, a knife reviewer who was on our show last. I, but uh, he convinced me that it probably wasn't going to be my thing. You know, it, I didn't think it would be my thing. I'm shocked. I like it. I like. It was a pleasant surprise. I'm glad I went outside of my comfort zone. We also lost Brian. <laughs> oh man, I thought it was my internet going. I guess it was Brian's internet. Do you think you'll be able to get back in? All he has to do is click the link, and he'll be back in. I know, but. Do you think you'll be able to get back in? There you go. I heard. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just click the link. Oh, no, he'll he's be back. back. Oh, good. Oh, he's. Yep. Yeah. And Brian's back. I was worried you'd drop me quick. Okay. Yeah, I was worried that everything was going to shit. I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, yeah. No, I usually don't buy things that I'm like not sure I'm going to love. So, thank you, Blade HQ Layaway, <laughs> for letting me just I- park my money on a knife that I'm not sure I even want. They, I didn't know you could do that. It's actually a great idea if there's something that you know is going to sell out and you're not like 100% certain that you need it right now. Just do the layaway and just like you just park yourself on a knife that otherwise, well, is they there didn't a limit? sell out. To how many you can have on layaway at once? <laughs> no, like for the price of... No, uh, I think there's a minimum price, but then that it needs to be. But I don't think there's a maximum. I don't know. That seems kind of douchey. Like, I have the money right now, but the person who put some money on it and said, look, that's mine. I don't know if I really want it, but it's going to sit there. Oh, well, you're not fuck- going to get your money back because it's not refundable, I don't think. So you have yeah, to but- pay for it eventually. I'm but- sure you could say, uh, put this on a different knife. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Well, I thought this thing was going to sell out, and I was like, well, I don't need this now. So I did it, but uh, they didn't sell out, turns out. I'm trying to think what else. There's, there's some other knives, too. 
Should we talk about shipping issues? I feel like that was something we were supposed to talk about. With well, the world's on fire. And apparently the the USPS has sort of taken uh, a hit, it seems, recently. Turn, turns out they're not immune to the world being on fire. Correct. So, but still, was, that doesn't, that's no excuse not to do your job. Yeah. No, I agree. And in your case, it's there's some negligence going on. And in Dave's case, I'm willing to bet that that wasn't a human being that ripped that open. Yeah, it got caught in a conveyor or something. Yeah, yeah. something. And they and they took and state took extra care to make sure nothing fell out of it. My CKF getting misdelivered and signed no, for that's... when I didn't sign for it. Okay, see, Bri- see, Brian, that's what I'm saying. So he had the same problem. So what had what what was your recourse on this, Dave? Mine? Okay, Brian, I didn't realize you're having this issue. So yes, that was what he called me with. Quick summary. I uh, bought a CKF knife, came from Russia, Priority Mail International Express, which apparently includes signature confirmation. Okay. And <laughs> for everyone's, for our listeners' uh, personal knowledge, what the USPS is supposed to be doing right now, because they don't want you to actually sign for it, the person, the mail carrier is supposed to get your attention somehow, like knock on your door, ask for your last name and your initials. They do that for you, and then they hand you the, the thing, or leave it on the ground and you pick it up. They can't just sign for it. The mail carrier can't just write COVID-19 and release the package and put it somewhere. That's not how it's supposed to work right now. Uh, and your recourse is basically nothing because the Postal Service, if they say it's delivered, they're not going to do much. Exactly. That's why insurance doesn't do shit because it says it was delivered. My business insurance doesn't do shit because it says it was delivered. PayPal won't do nothing because shit, it bullshit. They said it's delivered. So it's like, what the fuck? So I got to lose out on a $1,300 knife? I got to make another $1,300 knife? And, and in the next couple weeks, I got to ship out another four, you know, 400 knives? Yeah. yeah. What, how am I supposed to protect myself? How am so, I supposed, what am so I supposed he, to do? Here's where I landed on this. It is... And in Brian's case, you cannot be at fault for this, because it's I mean, the same as you this. can choose. You, I know you. You'll choose to to try and 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 recover what you can and, and make the customer happy. But if it says delivered, you're absolved of it just as much as PayPal, the post postal service, and everyone else in between. I agree Tech- with you, but at the same time. You know, you, you can't piss off your customers like that. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just... Yeah. I, I just think it happens so... I mean, uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again, but shit does happen, you know? With four, right. I, I understand shit happens. The funny thing is, out of all the knives that have gone missing, every time it was a failure to get the signature. Yeah, signature confirmation is worthless right now, which I think is a real problem because it it shouldn't be. So now I gotta I gotta pay for five thousand plus dollars worth of shipping, and what do I get? You know, and taking my chances, it's bullshit. I, maybe it's best to just not put the signature on there, and say, hey, look, it says delivered. You know, you can't. They, no, no one if, can if, fault if, you. If. if under over seven hundred. Well, I mean, maybe for these other nuts. Over seven hundred and fifty dollars yes. in with PayPal, you have to have, have a to signature. Do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the guy will go. I didn't get my knife and take their money back. Mm-hmm. And everybody can do that, and then I'm fucked. Then I gotta ride around the country with my gun shooting people. I don't need that. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm sure CKF is gonna tell me to get lost because 
what do they care? They're in Russia. They're not going to deal with the U.S. Postal Service trying to figure well, a out. A big, uh, you know, at the same time, a big company dealing be, with they'll one They'll probably guy. be more likely to help you out, actually. Interesting. Yeah. You know, and at the same time, a big company, even if they did tell you to pound salt, I mean, you're kind of, you're one little guy compared to them. You exactly. Know, every every mm-hmm. one of my customers means a lot to me, whether I say it like that, whether I say it or not. You know what I mean? It's, it, the truth is it does, and I yeah. can't piss people off. Can't you, can you cue up some, like a sound effect of like uh like a Hallmark, uh, like feel good, like sitcom or something That's, like that. It wasn't meant to be that at all, dude. <laughs> I I understand, but I think it would really drive the point home. I don't have one of those on the soundboard right now. But I, it's it's a it's a real problem that I have right now because I don't know how to ship things to people. I'm you know, it could. I don't have a thousand dollars, thirteen hundred dollars to be thrown away. Or, you know, no. who does? I don't know what you know. It's it's fucking sucks, and I don't know what to do for all these future orders uh, and these four hundred and some odd orders. I don't know how to ship them to a point where. I know, think this is this is where it needs to be. The line has to be drawn right now. If the the item says delivered, and and you don't have the product. Definitely tell the maker, or Brian in this case, and then file a fucking police report. Because that means something was stolen off of your property if the if the post office is telling you correctly. And that's really what it's probably going to have to come down to is a person's homeowner insurance taking care of this. Yeah, because, I mean, this is a $1,300 knife. You're, you you got to be covered for it somehow. And it's certainly not Brian's Christ, I wonder fault. if my renter's insurance covers this. <laughs> it should. Yeah, renter's insurance is probably, actually yeah. really good. So I'm sure you're probably all right. Yeah, because, well, here's the thing. Like, the Postal Service, if your mail gets delivered to someone else, like if you're in an apartment building, the Postal Service isn't going to come here knocking down doors looking for your package. Like, if someone just keeps it, that's illegal, but who's going to fucking catch it? But them? they have, you know, in their little scanners, when they drop off a package, they have GPSing and know where I, they were when they dropped it off. Yeah. You know, so um, bringing it to a different house, yeah, I that, think is... It's probably not going to happen with a house. Maybe with an apartment building. Yeah, apartment's probably a little more common for that stuff to happen. But uh, I don't know. I just, I don't know what to do at this point. You know, I said, mentioned to Phil Evan, is would, what's your opinion on this? To have it get to the post office and you have to go pick it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually not a bad idea. Um, FedEx is definitely they're not doing full uh, you know what that doesn't help i was gonna say they make you put something on your door fedex and ups at my house they're just they just throw things down by my garage they throw it up by the up by the driveway um, up by my front door you never know where it's going to be and they yeah. don't seem to care i had something where i had to print something out and put it on my door you know, I, I don't know if I had to because I did it and so the package got delivered but yeah it comes down to the individual carrier and they seem to uh i don't know there's more negligence for some places than others. I, it's it's impossible to predict. So yeah, I think having it yeah, well, held at the post office is a good idea. So I'm gonna have to come up with something like if you want to ship to your house, you know, and it shows shit, and it shows it was dropped off. I don't give a fuck if Ho Chi Minh signed for it. You're, it's your problem, or um, or you got to pick it up at the at the post office. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know what else I can do, but I can't. Keep throwing away thirteen hundred dollars at a pop. I think or, that's what three hundred dollars at a pop. I think that's what you need to do when you do. Uh, so uh, this all leads to number one: the stuff that's getting shipped out from uh, from the the Evo Typhoons. But Black Friday, you're doing another drop. Am I right? 
Yes, I'm going to do the micro version of the, the 2020, 2020 micro evos. You know, are we going to are we going to do a knife nuts one? That's, you tell me. Uh, I I would like to. Are, should we do that? I mean, can I what, put that in this episode? What's your opinion, David? So I, I said to Levon before that my opinion. You know, and I you know I'm not even talking about it because I know why now. We talked about it. Well, forget. Let's cut that out. <laughs> okay. So I mean, I'm in favor of if we can come up with something that that justifies no, I, having a special edition. Well, I for the I, it's going to be the micro version of the 2020 Evo. I want to do. Do we have more mi- of the of the material yeah, though? I can get more of the material. Oh, okay. That's not a problem. So, but I, w- I want to do like a so that way the people who bought the the full size can get the other blade shape in the micro. A little match pair situation. Yeah, a little match pair. Yeah. I think people will get on board with that. I don't think people dis people didn't buy the K and people did not not buy the K and P versions because of the materials. I think it was probably because of the size. Is more likely. Right, what are you talking about? Every, they sold out, and I get people asking me for them every fucking day. I know, but there may be someone out there who is like, oh, I would like this if it was smaller. Small, sure. Okay, yeah. so that just is another reason to do it. Oh, no, I, I 100%, is, as long as it's not a giant, massive headache, then, no, sure. No, it makes it easy, because, uh, number one, it makes it se- makes sense for Brian to do a small version of this, because it's another, it's technically another new pattern, you know? It's not like a, it's, it's the same... It's the Evo Typhoon. There's not. They don't need to retool. There's no new new prototypes involved, and it gets the knife into more people's hands. Who maybe the large one was too big for. Yeah, I'd go for it. And I, I personally would like to see a set of the knife nuts ones That'd together. Be cool. Yeah, that'd be very cool. So, so no word on when, but I assume it'll be after the standard one drops on Black Friday, and it will not be the same price as the Black Friday one. So if you're gonna be uh, you know, price conscious about this decision, don't buy the, the Knife Nuts one. Yeah, I, I think, okay, so I'll definitely get this up before Black Friday because I do think a few people were annoyed that we didn't make an announcement that the KMP versions were going to be coming out until after. So uh, and here that, we go, and here's before. It, it, we're telling you that there will be the Knife Nuts one. You already know what to expect. It's going to be a micro version of the one that came out. So if you miss that, you have an opportunity to get the micro. And if you got one, you can get a matching uh, or a complementary... Uh, micro. It'll be fun. Yeah, that's cool. What I would like to do is maybe do that drop within a, a week, and my hope is that the large ones come in so we have an idea of what they look like, too. I'm very excited for those. I'm very much crossing my fingers nothing goes wrong with those. You and me both. Anything. I don't know. Yeah, I've, had, I've had pretty good luck. I mean, there hasn't been very... M- many bad knives yeah way to play it cool dave you know he's already stressed out and you gotta (laughs) what the hell do you have to be nervous about for what 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 are you what are you nervous about no they're gonna be great yeah exactly yeah no 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 i was just saying shipping wise yeah i know that still scares the fuck out of me that's the part that scares the fuck out of him oh i thought we were talking about bad knives okay no all right well i'm trying not to be a pollyanna here what it's a fun word i learned it means like overly optimistic I've never heard. I know what a Pollyanna is, but I've never used heard it used as a as a, as a in that context. Yeah. Well. No, you did. We're, no, uh, yeah. I did. This is an educational <laughs> podcast. They're gonna play this in schools for kids. 
Mm. <laughs> no, there's no kids in schools right now. That's They're all learning at That's home. That's where Jake is. He's teaching, he's teaching algebra. Ch- he's teaching his six-year-old algebra. What the fuck? She's, she's just going to turn into a little female Jake. No, don't get me wrong. Stella is very, very smart and cynical and, you know. <laughs> Jake's oh, Jake. coming. Yeah, well, he'll be oh, so he'll be here for the last ten minutes. Good timing, yeah, because I gotta I I gotta go around six. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, at least the fiftieth episode will technically have him in it. That's a yeah. We should be popping champagne or something. Is fifty an important? What anniversary? It is, this a, is the Ruby so anniversary. This is the Ruby anniversary. I still have my Kershaw Ruby. Take a picture of it. Yeah. Um. The, I feel like the we had <laughs> Brian. Oh my god. I can't believe we didn't talk about it, Brian. You, the fact... Away. So, here's the craziest fucking thing I heard today. Brian has somehow... He he decided he found a mantis egg sack. Oh. Like a praying <laughs> mantis egg I'm sack. I'm like, what are you I'm, talking about? I am not fucking kidding you, Dave. Dave is sitting there in disbelief right now. He has a praying mantis egg sack sitting in his shop right now. I'm sitting and, on it. I'm hatching it. Is that, and he was like, I hope I don't have any baby mantises in my shop. Then why the fuck would you bring a mantis egg sack into your shop? Why would you why? Not, why would you not want them? He's like, look, it yeah, looks like exactly. a turd. It looks like a turd. I'm like, it doesn't say look like it like that. Shut the fuck up. That's how it looks like a piece of poop. It um, kind of does. It, it I does had no look. idea what this looked like. I had to find a picture. When I was, when I was, I was the, the place that we shoot. <laughs> I don't know if I told you it was is a hemp farm. They make yes. You told us they showed pictures. They look CBD awesome. and everything. So, being that he lets us shoot there, he he was going through some issues, um, breaking the, all the buds off the plants and everything. So a bunch of us went to go work with him. Being that he lets us shoot at his place, Bill and I went over there and gave him a day's worth of labor. So while we were there, we were which is fucking it's crazy to see that much pot. But um, while we were there, we, a lot of the plants would have the praying mantis eggs on them. So we were I just popped off a couple and brought them home. That's I mean having an army of little praying mantises in your garage <laughs> is going to be awesome. That's well, where the, that's where the conversation. Because <laughs> my concern. <laughs> My concern is they're they're made to be outside for the winter and everything, and then they hatch in the spring. Because they're in my garage and it's kind of warm in here, I don't want to come down one morning and have you know have them all hatch in the Dude. middle of the winter in my garage. <laughs> Put in the, the summer. Sack I don't of give a shit. I open the door. Put it in the refrigerator. He doesn't Ooh, want to kill them. Why would he go through the? No, put them in stasis. Oh, there you go. And then, then hatch them at your will and, and take them and, and have an unholy mantis army to go after the postal service. <laughs> <laughs> Is this just the movie Willard? But <laughs> yeah, I just keep picturing Zorak from Space Ghost. That's Space awesome. Ghost, coast yep. to coast. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. Well, <laughs> I love this idea. It, I, it's I, it's so out there. Like, what does I, this wh- have to do with the Ruby wh- anniversary, I though? I don't. I don't know. Uh, this was supposed to be our debut, our video debut, by the way. Oh, and then we'd have the praying mantises in the background. Yeah, I think that'll have to be fifty-one. Fifty-one will be on. You'll see our mugs on YouTube. While you we guys do are going to lose me when when we do that. You know that, right? Why? What the know, fuck is the, the the podcast needs to go there, but um, I don't. <laughs> You That's, don't, Brian. You, you are the podcast. We could just Listen, put like a picture up for you. Yeah, we could just have a static image for you. I, I do this half the time in my underwear. I fall asleep while you guys talk. I can't be on. Yeah, so you just won't that. be on video. We'll just it, have like a, so we, an image. You can you can have it so you can come on video whenever you want. 
I want to do the upside down chin people. You can do that. <laughs> That's you can not a bad do idea. It. You can do it. It can be done, Brian. The the world is your egg sack. We have. <laughs> we have suck the my egg sack. <laughs> I I don't know. So is 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 Jake showing up? Like what's happening here? Your clock's ticking. I think we should just be like, ah, oh, too bad you missed it. Let should him we... do the let him do the outro and it should be done. Yeah. We uh, probably have to do a giveaway. Let me check when the last episode was published. Uh, no, last one was in November. We're, we're clear. Yeah, we, I don't. I yes, and I still, <laughs> I still didn't get this guy. I just got his T-shirt size and everything. The guy won. Okay, so I want to make clear uh, our giveaways that we do are for a specific tier of our Patreon. So you have to be in the China D two for you tier in order to be eligible for the drawing that is $25 a month $25 a month I just want to make that clear uh, because now that we have a bunch of people with the same name the same first name uh, it can get a little confusing so I just want to make that clear and thank you to everyone again no matter what tier you are on yes thank you so much for everything you guys do because it really does make this uh, possible because uh, it gets expensive. Yeah, you gotta feed those praying mantis babies. That's a lot yeah, of mouths. To that's feed. what we're gonna do. We're gonna we're gonna clone praying mantises <laughs> and put them in the the shipping containers. That's actually probably pretty helpful. Yes, uh. it'll protect it'll protect your knife from the USPS. Yeah, yes, that's right. And but there aren't they like a, a protected species too? So they're also it's like you're not allowed to kill them. Yeah, or something. I like think that. you also are not allowed to send insects in the mail, probably without declaring <laughs> it. But... No, I think I think people send insects in yeah, the mail all the time. I think you have to declare it though. Yeah, like, I got a tick what, from China. I've I've been asked many times about what I, is in the package I'm sending. No one ever asked me if there's an insect or an <laughs> arachnid. They would care about those lithium ion batteries. They don't care if yeah, there's an army of prank fucking mantises. tarantulas. So I've you guys ever purchased insects from? <laughs> that Amazon is when Jake joins us. Or others. Jake, you're you're yeah. just in time to play us uh, out. Well, I I have a pet dragon, so uh, I've purchased multiple insects from yeah. the internet. I got a quick story for you. you got to hear this. So, talk about insects. So, I go out to I'm like 19 years old. I go out to Arizona. I stay out at Arizona for a week or so. On the way back, I was still living at home. On the way back, my mother told me, "Don't get off the plane because you're gonna miss your flight." Because I had a layover. You're gonna miss your second flight. You're gonna miss your second flight. Of course, I get off the plane. You miss your second I to, flight. I go to get back on the plane because um, that was supposed to be the same plane. Well, they changed planes, so I had all my shit, all my carry-on stuff still on there. Oh, the my God. The stuff that didn't matter to me. I And while I was there, I went and collected, like, 50 scorpions and had them all in this big Tupperware. <laughs> I didn't want to tell the I didn't want to tell the woman that I had a Tupperware of scorpions on the plane, so I didn't say nothing. And I just <laughs> how is this not the bonus content? I don't understand. The bonus content should just be Brian telling a weird story from his past every episode. I I that's 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 definitely true. I don't think we're gonna run out of them clearly we, because we have Tupperware scorpions now. <laughs> I think we should maybe do a story time with Brian, and I'll just yes. tell you a yeah. different story of my life. You have a so, very calming voice. Episode fifty. Yeah, that's right. Episode fifty one. <laughs> We'll have story time with Brian. Episode one as bonus content for our patrons only. Yes. Oh boy. You need to pay to get access to these. You, this is this is this this. We're hiding this content. I feel like we behind a paywall. Did you, did you get the Tupperware scorpions yeah. back to New Jersey? No, I left them on the first flight. 
Oh my God! Can you I imagine? What? Because I told the woman, like I said, I I told the stewardess I had stuff left that I left on the plane, thinking I'm getting back in and going in my same seat, and um, I went to get back on. They're like, no, this isn't. You know, this is going. They change it. This is going somewhere else now. So I had to tell the woman what seat I was in and to grab my shit that I left on the plane, and I didn't want to tell her. You know, a, a box full of scorpions. So I just said the other stuff and left them there. I can't. So, so wait, you didn't get, I don't understand, did you end up getting back on the plane, or did you miss the flight and have to get on a different plane? No, I had to go, I made my other flight, but I had to, you know, different gate. I had to get to that plane. Different oh, I, I understand. So, so someone got a nice flight. Some point, somebody opened it up and said, what the fuck is this? Right? And went, ah! <laughs> this is literally Oops. snakes on a plane. But scorpions. So, just another little tidbit in my life. That well, is amazing. A, and on that note... Um, this was definitely pre-9-11. Yeah. yeah. That's, <laughs> you yeah. can't be bringing Tupperware scorpions. <laughs> yeah. what was, like, what was the plan? Like, I, I... I don't... Well, this was the first incarnation of Brian's army. Now it's yeah. praying mantises. Praying mantises. Jake, you'll have to listen to the episode to get yeah, caught you're up gonna on have to... that. Yeah. Okay. Apparently so. <laughs> All right. So uh, that that's that's it. Uh, thank you uh, for making you know fifty episodes possible. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we need to do our little reflection thing now. Yeah. That's about that's about a hundred and twenty hours worth of time. Shit. I, it's probably more than that at this point. The craziest part is the people who have now gone back and re-listened to episodes and are yeah. telling me things yes. that I don't remember. Today. I have no. So like that's the that's one thing I'll put out there. Thank you for listening, and I, I don't know how you sat there through and caught up from episode one till now, but I have no recollection of what I ate for fucking breakfast, let alone what we talked about on episode 27, you know? Let's find out what episode 27 was. I I never get a DM from someone who's like, I'm on episode 40, and here's my comment. Every DM is, I just started, I'm on episode 6, or 9, or 12, and I'm thinking to myself, it's got to be so bad back there. Right. When somebody like, tells me, tell too, them. that they listen, I'm like, oh, man, I was such a douche back then. Yeah. And what do God, I say? Yeah. It, was un- it was unlistenable back then. I mean, it's not much better. Be. Na- it's not much better now, but I think the recording quality is better, except for the, the, the sound. the recording quality. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I have not I just keep telling them we got new mics. Somewhere around, like, 25, we get new mics. Just, yeah. just skip to that. We decide no, that we're actually going to do this. I need to go back and re-listen to these. I did not remember. No, I, I can't listen to them. It's too much cringe for me. I, I mean, maybe episode 15, we got... That was the debut of China D2. The start of that, an era. That has taken off like crazy. I just... Yeah. That's a weird That's a weird that thing. Is, that, I think that's the defining moment of the last 50 episodes. Yes. We haven't had any good hashtags recently. Wiggles took off, too, but the, yeah. it's always after somebody says something fucking stupid that we roll with it. Yeah, none of the things we want to take off, take off. Yeah. Yeah, you can't force that kind of stuff, either. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thank you for making this possible. Um, we really appreciate everybody who's stuck with us this long. I mean, it's crazy. It's very bizarre. I mean, today. 50 episodes in three years is not something to, like, be proud of. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> but at the same time, we still try and, you know. We're moving at a glacial pace here. Yes, exactly. It's quality over quantity, for it's sure. Exactly. Yes. Mm. And where else are you going to go? How many other nice podcasts could there be? No, there's a lot now. <laughs> yeah. Go listen to, I don't know, Bladeology or something. 
Yeah, shout out to Jeremiah. He actually sent me a knife, so. You know, there I you forgot go. to put that in there earlier. Thank you, Jeremiah. Shout out to PVK. Who? <laughs> 50 episodes. We did it. Oh, wait. It was 100 where we had to kill ourselves. So we're. Uh, man, we only have three years left. Twenty twenty three. I forgot what our, I forgot what our suicide pact was. It was twenty twenty three. Just start fading us out now, by the way. Like, this, is, this is going on way too long. It was it was a hundred episodes. If I yeah, was really and, and good, I couldn't I would... figure out a way to, to mix the word podcast and with Harry Carey. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Sapuku podcasty. Sapodcast. Sapodcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. For old time's sake, we <laughs> Knife Nuts the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> 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 <laughs>